This is the NFL Play Football Podcast, and I'm Jeff Fisher of High School Football America. NFL Play Football is the NFL's initiative to provide fun and engaging experience for players of all ages and skill levels. Learn more at playfootball.nfl.com. Taking a journey uh, kind of toward the center of the country to celebrate a wonderful coaching career for the uh, the man that led uh, Silver Lake for uh, almost a half a century, 447 wins during that time. And uh, earlier this week, C.J. Hamilton announced that he's uh, hanging up the whistle. Uh, and I- I'm sure come, come August, he'll get a little bit of an itch going. But uh, anyway, Coach is on the line right now to talk about an, an incredible career that spanned a long time, a long time uh, eight state championships along the way, uh, 39 league titles, all kinds of stuff, and he's number 15 on America's all-time high school football coaching victories list. Thanks for taking the time to join me, Coach. Well, thank you very much for having me. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the brain way way back here and uh, and, and into the '70s when you kind of got it all started. There, what got you into the uh, the profession of coaching? Was it uh, something that was in the blood in the family line, or was it just something you just wanted to do? Well, as a kid, I always enjoyed athletics and and uh, enjoyed being around players and and people in the community. So uh, it made it kind of easy. I when I started my college career to try to figure out what I wanted to do. I started out in a business administration degree, but uh, Lon Kruger and I ran a few camps in the summer there at Silver Lake and really enjoyed the the interaction with the kids in our community and enjoyed the the atmosphere and enjoyed the camaraderie of of uh, kids and and what the athletics could do for talking with uh, head coach cj hamilton from silver lake high school hanging it up uh, here on the nfl play football podcast and and coach another uh, question i always like to ask guys like yourself that have been along uh you know long time in the in the profession is what did you do back in the day you know that first season second season that actually you carried through darn near five decades of coaching was there one or two things or was it the whole thing that you set forward with well, when I started, basically we were starting to, uh, I was starting at ground zero here at Silver Lake. It was uh, kind of a situation that uh, teachers were pretty transient. And uh, as a matter of fact, uh, several teachers would teach at Silver Lake for one year and then be gone. So when I, when I graduated from college, uh, I interviewed for the job and back then that was a no-no you never went back to your hometown <laughs> that's uh kind of taboo and all the professors that i admired at washburn uh, kind of tried to steer me away from it but anyway the challenge was there and i interviewed and basically i got hired on the fact that uh the superintendent asked me one question and i think it iced it for me as if i'd be well, I'll stick around for a few years and not just be a one-and-done guy. And I said, sure, I can do that. Um, I was from the town. My, my family was here, so it made it really kind of easy. It wasn't like I had to travel hundreds of miles to see my family or anything else. It was uh, pretty convenient in, uh, in the eastern part of Kansas, close to Topeka. So 
it made the decision easy for me to stay. So that's basically how I got the job. <laughs> what got me started? Uh, Forty-seven years later, I think you 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 lived up to your worth there, Coach. I do know though there was a a, a moment when you stepped aside there to go to, to Washburn. Tell us a little bit about that move and and what brought you then back to Silver Lake into the high school game. Well, I was kind of intrigued with the college game. I said, uh, you know, trying to figure out where I plugged in and where I, I fit in uh, professionally. And so I had, got the opportunity to to uh, coach with uh, Larry Elliott, who was, a, who was also a Silver Lake guy, uh, coached here and lived here in the town. I coached, I was, had coached his son through his high school career in the early 70s. And he gave me the opportunity. I got, maybe saw something there that uh, fit into what he was looking for. So I got the opportunity to coach for two years at Washington University, and was a great experience. And let me know where my niche was. I, you know, I enjoyed the the college coaching and that kind of a thing. But I just felt like after that experience of two years, I gave it two years, and felt like my places and the place where I could impact young men the most was at the vulnerable age of 14 to 18 and felt like uh, some of the qualities I could uh, teach them or to instill upon them would be more valuable at that age than later on. Mm-hmm. C.J. Hamilton is on the line. 47 wonderful years in the high school ranks at uh, Silver Lake High School, uh, as he said, outside of Topeka, Kansas. Uh, 447 wins, only 98 losses. So here's the question, Coach. You talked about the question you were asked when you interviewed for the job the first time. So now you're coming back. Do they ask you the same question? Are you going to hang around? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> kind of the same deal. I, I, that was a point in time where uh, writing a resume didn't really mean much. I mean, I, they'd, they'd follow the people at the Silver Lake. Of course, I lived here, was following what I was doing, and, and uh, basically it was the same thing. Is this going to be another <laughs> another short trek, or are you going to be willing to stay? And I said, I, I think I'm willing to stay. I think I've figured out where I need to be and where I can have the greatest impact. Well, you had a big one. Uh, 18 state championship games. You won eight of those titles. As I said, uh, 39 league titles uh, in the playoffs, 40 of 47 years. I, uh, when you hear those things, the the record, the the championships, the the league championships, uh, uh, going to the playoffs and all that, what, what rattles through your mind on that? Anything? No, not really, because any coach will tell you that, that um, whenever you complete a season, the season really isn't over. You're just starting the next one. And so you kind of put those kinds of things, they kind of set in a little basket maybe for later on, maybe six months from now or when I feel like it's uh, I, I've made the right decision as far as getting out of the profession. Right now I'm dealing with a, an infection issue, and that's the reason why I had to hang her, hang it up for a little bit because the district needed a commitment that I could do this. Because last year I was basically a lame duck coach. I didn't wasn't at practice. I wasn't on the field. I was basically uh, coaching via Zoom, uh, basically, mm-hmm. and so, uh, they didn't want that situation. And it's not fair to the kids and. Uh, and definitely, I feel the same way that that going through that again was not 
not the right direction that was best for the program. So um, had had to make a decision about this time because this is the hiring time, and they wanted to go out and make a an effective search. So basically had to say it's uh, probably time because I can't really tell until this infection gets out of my system that I can do what you're asking me to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but maybe the door is open there. I think I heard that in there. We're talking with C.J. Hamilton, the uh, now or soon to be retired head coach at Silver Lake High School in Kansas. And, and coach, I've done thousands upon thousands of these interviews. I told you I'm 61, so I've been doing it since I was 14. You can imagine. I have interviewed farmers before, but I think you may be. We may be doing a first here. I've I've never had a farmer that had quite the injury that you had a couple of yeah. years ago. Uh, I was wondering if you could share with the listeners, because uh, I don't know if I could do it justice. I've read about it. I was just like, holy heck. And, and and is that related to the infection you're dealing with now? Yeah, I, well, a couple of years ago, well, it was April of 2020, I was working some cattle here at a, at a vet place and got kicked by a cow and it uh, dislocated my knee and severed an artery and I got what they call compartment syndrome, where it was basically internal bleeding. And, and so it caused some damage, and I dealt with that. And really, I got through that okay. It wasn't bad. Uh, a little discomfort because I coached that following fall. It's kind of the COVID year, so it was kind of a reduced season because we had to cancel games or games that had to be canceled because of COVID. But <clears throat> I was able to get through that. And uh, taught that year until uh, February 2021. All of a sudden, an infection showed up, and uh, been battling that since since then. Uh, it's been about 410 days that mm. this infection it got septic in my system and started attacking me all over the body. And so we've been battling. I've we've been battling that and. I've been trying to pretty much stay isolated. I've been basically in COVID lockdown since February of last year. So, oh, geez, that's kind of where it's at. I mean, <clears throat> we don't. I don't get out. My wife doesn't get out. She's she's my <clears throat> Uber driver and nurse and everything else. Well, we'll add you into our prayers there on that one, Coach. That you have a have a recovery coming up here. Um, let Let's talk about and and I know this is unfair. You know, forty seven years. You can't say one player was special, one team was special. But as you look back on it, what are some of the things, one or two or three things that that make you smile when you look at, look back at your time there at Silver Lake and all the great numbers that you've put up? Well, memories, uh, number one, would be uh, my experience with my players at practice. Uh, that is special because that's that's an intimate time between you and your players, and you get to you know, you get to really know the kids on a one-on-one basis, you know, game-wise, you know, they're in game mode and you're in game mode. So there isn't really, you know, except when the gun goes off at the end of the game, you're so intent upon the, what needs to get done during the course of the game that you, you're not, you're not, you're not involved with them emotionally as much. Uh, so practices is one. The other thing that is very rewarding for me now is listening to former players come back and 
uh, I've gotten a lot of responses on Facebook and those kinds of social media outlets that have sent some kind words to me and uh, talking about the impact that being a Silver Lake football player has uh, meant to them not only during their high school years, but also as their careers and their lives moved on beyond high school. Where do you think you grew the most uh, through the through the decades as a coach? Is there is there a thing or two that you can go, boy, you know, that wasn't the person I started out as, but I'm happy with where I am? Or is there something that you've carried all the way through where you're like, you know, I stuck to my guns and, and, and this, is, this is who I am as a coach? Do you have anything like that? Well, I'd, for me, it was it's uh, a matter of being able to adapt. I mean, in 1973, the rules in 73 are a lot different than the rules of 2020, mm-hmm. 21, 22. So being able to adapt to the rules changes in the game, and then being able to adapt to uh, the type of types of athletes that you have anymore. I mean, uh, a 1973 athlete. Uh, there's a big difference between them and the 2022 athlete, <laughs> yeah. uh, physically, mentally, emotionally. Uh, you know, in 1973, uh, weight rooms, Nebraska at the time, this is dating me, but Nebraska, even at the college level, was only one that had a, a major weight program or summer conditioning program, you know, uh, uh, yeah. at that time. And as a, as it's progressed, obviously, like I said before, when one season ends, the next one's just beginning. So uh, athletes today are year-round. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's one thing, the difference in the rules, the difference in the athletes. And the other thing is the difference in our society, the social media issues. Uh, you know, those are a lot of management problems that weren't around in 1973 yeah, no. that you have to deal with now as a coach from a not so much as an individual but as a team perspective making sure that your players are being appropriate when they express their views and things like that on social media that has a major impact not only uh for them but also for the the players and their teammates around them yeah no doubt about that. That's for sure. And then, you know, going back to what you said just a little earlier, coaching from Zoom, I mean, uh, like you and I are kind of in that same age bracket, you know, we're, we're, we're above 50. <laughs> how, how did that work? What, yeah. How did you adjust to that? How did, how did that work, I guess, is, is a big question. Well, it, it worked about as best as it could have. I mean, technically, you could see what was going on as far as the players and the, what we were doing team-wise and scheme-wise and practice schedule-wise and all that. But, again, you, do, you don't have that that personal contact yeah. that's so important in coaching. I mean, coach will tell you, it's, you can't long-distance coach. you got to be in there getting your hands dirty right in with the players in order to to uh, really impact their lives and be effective and be able to make solid decisions and being able to adapt as you go because you get, you know, you get vibes from kids when you're at practice or in games and that kind of a thing as to, you know, this is this works and this doesn't work. And mm-hmm. You can't do that via Zoom. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a lot of things you can't do via Zoom. 
<laughs> it makes right. it. Yeah, we, we've all learned a thing or two over the last couple of years. C.J. Hamilton on the line, uh, retiring at the end of the school year, the head coach for a long, long time, almost 50 years at Silver Lake High School in Kansas, uh, 447 victories, 98 losses. Hey, Coach, who, who had an impact on you? Um, you said you loved athletics from a, a young point. Is there a, a coach or two that uh, you kind of modeled yourself after uh, through the years? Well, when I was growing up younger, my, obviously my father had a big impact, and uh, I went to school with Lon Kruger, who's a, had a successful college career, and Very. Uh, we did we did summer camps a few a few years here at Silver Lake, and uh, being around them and his father, uh, we grew up together. And there's a lot of other people that had a major impact, but you know, obviously. Uh, former players coming back and giving me the the uh, responses that they've given me during the course of my career obviously helped because it let me know, okay, I need to adjust this or I need to fix that. Mm-hmm. So uh, those are the uh, – athletics has, all, has always been a part of my life and my family's life, and so it was pretty easy to do. My grandmother was a teacher, so that was kind of in in the blood and – and uh, so um, I think all those things combined made the made the decision for me because, like I said before, I started out when I started my college career in business administration, and uh, I miss athletics too much to sit in an office and think <laughs> about being an administrator. No brainer, as they say. Hey, coach, you, you mentioned your uh, your Uber driver, also known as your wife. I think we would be remiss if we didn't spend a few seconds here because no coach worth his salt can last as long as you did without a pretty good uh, uh, assistant head coach. There, we'll call her. Uh, talk a little bit about the importance of what your wife has done for you. I know she's big, playing a big role now, but uh, through the years, uh, allowing you to do what you love. Well, exactly. That's the big thing. Allowing me to do what I really enjoyed doing and she enjoys the she enjoys the school and the atmosphere too so the, she gets a little bit of benefit but she would uh, sometimes say to me particularly earlier when we were had our our kids at home he see she says you're here but you're not really here <laughs> and that goes back back that you're always thinking about what you can do next or what can I do to improve myself as a coach and what can I do uh to help my players be successful. So she's had to put up with that. And, uh, I think it's kind of grown on her a little bit. And she wasn't, uh, she didn't have a lot of choices. So, um, but it helped the, the, the she, it helped that our kids were all, uh, involved in high school athletics and enjoyed the community and that kind of a thing. So, yeah. I can I can imagine. Like I said, I always try to make sure that the missus gets in there because you can't do it without her. That's for sure. C.J. Hamilton on the line. We're wrapping up here on the NFL Play Football podcast. And, and, and Coach, I, I only do this to a certain group of people, usually the guys that are 30-plus um, in, in the HC business. And, uh, you know, I, I read your record off earlier, 447 and 98. And what I found, and don't let me down on this, but most coaches that have been around a long time with numbers like that eh, they might remember a win or two but that 98 there they can usually name everyone in the l column do you fall into that category oh yeah 
those are the ones you learn from. <laughs> you better you believe know, it. That's, that's the good, that's what I say, I've been blessed in the situation I'm in because they've allowed me to to fail and learn. I mean, you're going to learn more from failures than you're going to learn from things that you think think are going well because it's a win or whatever, and sometimes that's a false sense of security, but uh, a loss will bring you back to reality and let you figure out you didn't quite have figured out as much as you thought you did. <laughs> yeah, shake you up a, uh, just a little bit there. C.J. Hamilton on the line. Uh, last question going away, Coach, and I kind of said it in the introduction to you. You're, you're hanging up the whistle. As you mentioned, you're going through some health issues, and we, we wish you nothing but success with uh, your, your, your comeback on that, and we will say a little prayer there for you. But um, when, when time comes for, for fall camp, how, how itchy are you going to be for, for kind of throwing a whistle around your neck or anything? Have you thought about that one yet? Oh, yeah. That was really huge in the decision process. I mean, right now it's a no-brainer because it's just physically right. until this love totally heals. I can't can't do that. And I'm, I've thought about, and that's what I've told a lot of people. I said, I'll know whether I made the right decision six months from now. <laughs> but there again, for the good of the kids and the good of the program, the decision had to be made. They're just going to run out of time. And uh, it just isn't fair to the kids to have a, a, a head coach that's not there. You know, it's just mm-hmm. not – it just doesn't – it worked fine, and I have great assistant coaches. That's the other thing that gets overlooked. I've had great assistant coaches all during my career. Uh, I've had uh, assistant coaches that were successful head coaches at other schools. So I've always had a good, good uh, loyal group of – assistant coaches that uh, worked well with within the system and appreciated and I appreciate everything that they've done for me and done for our program. Thank you for uh, dedicating nearly 50 years to student-athletes there in, in Kansas. That's that's very, very impressive. Uh, as I've said to many, many people, uh, I, I think 50 years from now, uh, we're not going to be talking about uh, you know coaches that are around for 50 years. I think the burnout factor gets pretty, pretty high at this point. But, uh, again, thank you for taking the time, and, and thank you, more importantly, for all you're doing for those student-athletes. Well, I hope that asterisk is right. And, uh <laughs> And I appreciate all that you do for promoting the high school athletics and these and these student athletes. Well, thank you very much. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. Again, congratulations to C.J. Hamilton. 447 lifetime wins, number 15 on America's all-time high school football coaching wins list. That's the NFL Play Football Podcast, the NFL's initiative to provide fun and engaging experience for players of all ages and skill levels. Coaches, don't forget to check out playfootball.nfl.com for some great resources to help you improve in the coaching profession. I'm Jeff Fisher of High School Football America, and you've been listening to the NFL Play Football Podcast.